Tomahawk. Matt here. I am alone today in the crease, just like my old playing days, taking pucks to the head, talking to my posts. Mike is still out, not feeling 100%. He is getting better. We wish him a speedy recovery, and we can't wait till you're back, buddy. But I'm going to do this myself today. Hang on, strap in. It's going to be a wild ride. So let's do this. The Hawks have the last two games. We have a win against St. Louis, a 3-2 comeback OT win. We can go over the recap of that right now. The first period, Pavel Buchnevich scored the first minute of the game. I've always said this. I had a coach that said never give up a goal in the first minute of the game. You're going to be chasing the whole game, and it's just going to be it's going to be a pain in the butt all all game. And you know what? The Hawks do that a lot. But Pavel Buchnevich scored his sixth of the year, and at the 16:39 mark, Barbachev scored a power play goal giving the Blues a 2-0 lead after the first period. And, well, get this. The Hawks ended up getting a goal in the first period. Juju Kairou, his second of the year, assisted by Johnson and Hardman. The third period, the 14-56 mark. Brandon Hagel comes up big, gets his seventh of the season, assisted by Seth Jones and Johnny Taves. Good to see him getting on the board. Taves needs to get going. We all know that. He's got to get some goals. We need him to get good, get hot. And in OT, who else would you want on the ice beside Debrinkat and Kaner? The two best OT tandem, I think, in the league. These guys are money. Kaner gives them perfect dishes all the time, and Debrinkat just buries it. Seth Jones got another assist out of that one. It was a big, big win for the Hawks, I thought. Anytime you beat a rival like St. Louis, which I think has been a great rivalry over the last decade, they've had some battles in the playoffs, season, ugly season fights. Remember the, the whole David Backus thing? And the Hawks always got the best of them. They, we always ended up, you know, making it to the next round or you know, shutting them out in a, in a big game in the season. And, hey, we got three cups. They got one. And I think I believe it was three seasons ago. The, the Blues were very good. Jordan Biddington, very good goaltender. I think he's going to be on the Team Canada roster. But um, I wanted to just say another thing I noticed in that game was – was uh, McCabe. I thought he had a really good game. He's been playing really well lately. He's been playing physical and mean. He had a really big fight with Braden Chen. And it was just a it was just a good game by him. He's been good and we want him to be that mean nasty defenseman. So it's good to see him kinda slowly taking it getting his role with his new team. I think it's it's good signs to come. And uh, Lincoln, you know, he, he held on to the end. He ended up getting the win. Solid, solid in net for him. And uh, let's jump over to the next game. The, the Hawks ended up getting shut out by the San Jose Sharks on Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Troy Murray was at the center stage of this one. They were honoring him and, you know, just supporting him. He's He's been a 
huge part of the Blackhawks for a long time. He was a, a legend on this team. He was like a like me and Mike always compare him to like a David Bolin of his day. Uh, the fans were cheering for him. Eddie Olchek and him are very close. And I, I think Troy Murray and John Wideman would be great on, you know, the TV games when Foley and Olchek are done. I if if I'm the Hawks, I'm putting Olchek in charge of, you know, hockey ops or whatever. A, a job he he's very good at he's very good with players. He knows their you know what types of they are, what what their what their pros and cons are, and I think he would be great at it. it kind of like a Dale Talon, honestly. He started off in the booth with Foley, and you know he ended up building this dynasty with the Blackhawks, and he doesn't get enough respect for that. But uh, let's jump back to the game. The whole story of this game was James Reimer. This guy was standing on his head. He this is this is what you call a goalie win. He stopped all twenty nine shots. Timo Meyer scored both goals, and quite honestly, Flower had a solid night too. I thought he was good. He just didn't get that run support. Sometimes it's going to happen. And like I just mentioned, I thought McCabe had another solid night. Him and Murphy are looking to be the shutdown pair we've been waiting for. You know, these these guys should be playing against the other team's top offensive players it's just it's it's how it's got to be there these guys are they've been playing great and i'm not a big murphy fan but i do like him and mccabe together i know they got some playing history together they were i think they they were friends before they both got drafted which is pretty cool but uh yeah it, it i know we lost two nothing but even Derek king said the hawks had a solid night they were they did. I believe they did outshoot them. I don't have the number in front of me, but uh, it was just a goalie win, and uh, Timo Meyer ended up getting both goals. And uh, hopefully, the Hawks can bounce back their next game. They, uh, I believe, they will be facing Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals, which is, you know, it's going to be a tough task. Uh, they they lost an ugly one last night. They were winning four to one in the third period, only to lose five to four in regulation. They gave up four unanswered goals against the Panthers. Panthers are a very good team. Me and Mike always talk about these guys. They always you know, they, they have solid depth. They have you know, Joe Thornton's a thousand years old. He's still productive, but uh Jumping back to the Caps, um, uh, Ovi is still a machine. He's the Russian machine. This guy, he's like 150 years old like Thornton. This guy is still scoring at will. He has 19 goals this season. He's one behind Dreisaitl, the German Gretzky. And he is second in points behind Dreisaitl as well at 37. And keep in mind... He's doing this without his partner in crime, his right-hand man, Nicholas Backstrom. So that's another impressive thing. And, you know, every time the guy just steps onto the ice, it's it, he's a, he's a, it's scary. I mean, if, if I was in that and I saw that guy at the top of the circles ready to fire that one-timer, I am going to be scared shitless and i hope it just hits me in the chest or hits me in the head even just so the puck doesn't go in 
But, uh, yeah, hopefully the Hawks bring their A game. Like I said before, I hope Jake McCabe and uh, Connor Murphy are up to that task of uh, shutting Ovi and the Caps down because the Hawks need to win. We got to get going. If we want to be a contender for a wild card, I, I don't see it happening. But, you know, this new coach, King, I, I like what he's doing. He He's putting lines out. Putting some, uh, he, he's moving stuff around. He's he's getting, uh, he's trying to find his his rhythm. And um, you know, I, I'm happy for the guy. I hope it, I hope it works out for him. But uh, we need some wins here, so uh, we could uh, jump to some NHL news. Uh, the the New York Islanders have been shut down with COVID. They, I think they missed three games. But uh, it's good to it's good to see them coming back. They, you know, uh, by many, including myself, they were Stanley Cup favorites. I I thought when they, you know, when they after that long road trip, they did. I think they finished five hundred on that long road trip, and their new building opened up. They just uh, they haven't really got it going yet. So if they want to get into that playoff spot, they really have to get on some winning streaks. Uh, I I don't have a any concerns really with Barry Trotz? He's a great coach. His, in the end, his players have to play. He needs some stops. He needs some goals. So, hey, maybe the Islanders will make a trade and try to get a try to get a big name goal scorer. I know I've been hearing uh, Jake DeBrusque has been asking for a trade with the Bruins. He's I guess he's unhappy with his role. And I thought about it too. Like, what if we traded like a Jake DeBrusque for a Dylan Strom? I know I saw Piercy on Twitter mention that to one of his uh, uh, one of his uh, followers, maybe. But uh, I, I agree with him. I, why not? Why not at this point? It's, sometimes a change of scenery will be good. And um, hey, it could happen. Even maybe, maybe a target for the Islanders. So. Uh, and another big thing that recently just happened was Jack Hughes got paid big time. Eight years, eight million, eight times eight. Is it too high? I guess time will tell on that one. I know Mike and I talked about him at the beginning of the season. We thought he, you know, he, he took some steps in the right direction. He looks like he's, you know, learning the NHL gameplay and uh you know he he's he's a i think he's a good player i think he's a bit on the smaller side but the one time we seen him this year he did score the ot winner against us and uh, he looked very good so obviously the devils want him to be you know the man there eight million it, it's kind of high for a guy who you know hasn't really proved us anything it's a big bridge deal i guess you could say but uh maybe in you know maybe in three four years that'll be a bargain when he's putting up you know 80 points a year which it could happen he there with the ice time and and maybe the building of their they're building their team they got some young guys and uh maybe he'll be maybe he'll be the next guy there to uh you know be like a patrick eliash take over like a uh big role like scott stevens stuff like that you know Dougie Hamilton was just signed in the offseason. So they are spending money. I give them I give the Devils credit. They uh they believe in this kid and hopefully it works out. I do think right now he is a bit overpaid as well as Brady Kachuk, but he got paid as well. But I think in 3-4 years this could be a uh this could be a good steal for the Devils.
And we got some other news. Uh, McDavid and Sid the Kid will be facing off tonight, and I'm looking forward to watching this one. It's always... It's always fun to watch McDavid, McNasty, McCheeses, or as Mike always says, McGregor. Uh, whatever you want to call him, he, he's the best player in the world right now. He is consistently just burning defensemen, even forwards. He's burning the whole team. Um, he, it's very exciting to watch, and it's nice that he's got another top player on his team, Drysaddle, those guys, it's just not fair. It's just not fair being on the same team. And that's why they have the number one ranked power play in, in, in the NHL. And hey, they they could make some noise this year. Uh, we, Me and Mike have probably pounded this, pounded this into the heads of our listeners. We think the Oilers are a goalie away from being a very, very scary team. So maybe at the deadline we'll see something, or maybe, hey, they're going to go with Mike Smith and he stands on his head and gets him to the promised land. But who knows? Time will tell. Uh, Sid the Kid, you know, we've watched him since 06, I believe. He, I remember watching the game, his first game. Uh, I was actually at my grandma's house who recently just passed this year, and uh, I, I told her this kid is the real deal. He... He's going to be a star in this league for many years to come. And uh, sure enough, three cups. He's been the face of the Penguins for a long time. Huge ambassador of the NHL. He's really helped the sport grow, in my opinion. I do think Sid, you know, is is still the best until Connor could, you know, maybe get his name on that cup, maybe get a couple rings. But Sid carried these teams, you know, with Melk and his partner in crime. Fleury was on a on the team for a couple. Matt Murray was also in net. Chris Letang. You know, he, he had a good team around him. And uh, Crosby absolutely makes everyone better around him. And McDavid is right there, too. It's cool. They're both at different uh, times in their career right now. Sid is kind of, you know, on the decline. But, you know, he's still a Still a force, and uh, he'll 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 be on the Olympic team if they decide to go this year. I know there's some rumors that the league might pull the NHL players out of the Olympics, which would suck so bad. I'm I was really looking forward. Well, it still could happen, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what USA and Canada can provide out there. I want I want to see this matchup so bad. I I, I believe the USA. Um, roster is you know it's close with uh canada i think our goaltending is very very solid compared to canada so it, it could be fun but back to uh, mcdavid and crosby it would be pretty cool to see them you know maybe skate on a line together i know they're both centers but maybe hey maybe on the power play we'll see like a mcdavid crosby uh brad marchant type of thing i think that would be so cool to see but, uh, hey, guys, I had a great time. This was my first time ever doing this by myself. Mike is usually the the um, the mad scientist when it comes to this stuff. He's he, he can do this in his sleep. I am just a guy that talks to him and has a conversation with him. But I had a great time. And um, be patient. Mike will be back soon. I can't wait till he gets back soon. We got, we got a lot to catch up on. And... Let's go, Hawks. We uh, we got a big game against the Caps next, and uh, it's always fun to see Ovechkin play as well. He's chasing Gretzky's goal record. It could be very, 
very fun. If he, you know, in a couple seasons, it's probably going to take him two to, he needs to be consistent, but he's probably going to need to have a 50 goal season this year and maybe some 20, 30 goal seasons just to make it possible. But hey, the rate he's going, I think he could do it. I'm kind of rooting for him. I, you know, I, I had a fat head of him when I, a couple years ago when I was still, uh, living with my parents and I was younger and I, I was cheering for the guy. He's just an, just an exciting player to watch. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun that we get to see these, uh, teams again. It, it last year was boring after a while we facing the same teams, but big game for the Hawks. If we can get a W from these guys, that'd be a huge win. And like I said before, the, the caps are in, they're very pissed off at that last game that they blew. They didn't even get a point out of it. So they're, you know, they're going to come out flying. So hopefully the Hawks can match it and we get a W. So guys, uh, let's, uh, don't forget to hit, uh, subscribe to our podcast on any of your, uh, podcasting sites that you listen to us on we really appreciate it engage with us on twitter i know we got a couple fans that we're always talking to piercy blake we got uh, the the chicago brush lion this guy these guys are great guys i love engaging with these guys but anybody i'd like to engage with let's talk some hawks hockey any hockey anything so thank you guys and i hope you have a good day and we will talk to you on the next one see you later